0: with over 1,800 branches worldwide. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
1: Road here in your presence, here in your presence, let's sing it again. There is a place, there is a place. A place that's safe, a place that's safe, nowhere else, nowhere else, oh, here in your presence, Lord, there is a place, there is a place, a place where fear stayed away, oh, here in your presence, yeah, with your man So, what do we do? We draw nearer, so we draw nearer, 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 Lord, nearer, 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 nearer to your throne. We draw nearer, Lord, so we draw nearer, nearer never lord never to lord never withdraw us so withdrew never 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 to oh God, so we draw never, 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 Lord never. We have nowhere else to go. We draw nearer. So, so we draw nearer, nearer. nearer. We don't wanna be far. Nearer. We wanna be closer to you, O God, Lord never. To your We draw, we draw nearer God So we draw nearer 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 Nearer
2: Lord, nearer To your throne Father, we thank you for this time, O oh God We thank you that you are drawing us nearer and nearer to your presence, oh God Because nobody 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 takes a megaphone and shouts their secrets nobody will take a megaphone and shout their secrets on the rooftop secrets are whispered secrets are revealed and secrets are revealed to those who are close so father it's a good goal for us to want your presence it's a good goal that we want to be closer so you tell us your secrets The secret for our prosperity, the secret for our victory, the secret for our life, oh God. The secret, victory secret for 2019, oh God. Keep us, keep, give us this focus. We want your presence. We want to be nearer. So we can know every life secret for us this year, oh God. So take us deeper tonight, Lord. Maybe know more and more of your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together to the Lord. Put your hands together again. As we welcome God's servants for this house. For the one who is going to tell us the victory secrets. In Jesus name. Reverend Gilberto better Amen. Amen.
0: to your throne. Hallelujah. Let us Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and for your power. Thank you for the depths of your love for us. Your love is unconditional and your love never runs out. We lean on your love and we feed on it for that is our healing. We pray, oh God, that this assurance that you will never cast us out of your presence, that assurance would feed us who give us a hunger to persist and to press in so that we can hear whisperings from around your throne. Secrets that we need for our lives. We give you thanks in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank the Lord. Victory secrets. We are going to wake up at 2 a.m. as usual, so tonight is going to be a brief Bible lesson, if you Amen. like. Amen. Um, I don't know how many of you were able to catch some of Bishop's teachings today. Amen. And um, at some point, it was almost as if he was against long prayers. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not but he was making the point that the idea is not just to pray for a long time without hearing from God amen so um, when you read 1 Corinthians 14 it talks about how he that prays in an unknown tongue edifies himself so even if you don't hear from God but you pray in a long time you are edifying your spirit so you are getting some benefits but the highest benefit in your spiritual journey is to hear the voice of God. And sometimes it doesn't come in the period of praying in tongues for a long time. Sometimes it comes in the period of being quiet. So so your prayer is actually a combination of different types of, different forms of prayer. That is why the Apostle said, pray with all manner of prayer. Amen. So we need to learn when we need to be quiet before the Lord. And Bishop mentioned that the long prayers is to train us how to pray. Hallelujah. The purpose of the long prayers is to train us how to pray. So that when you are on your own and you are with God, there is a season that you, you, you declare a long period of prayer. And during those seasons of long periods of prayer, you have intermittent periods of being quiet before God. Amen. Because you can be, you can be so focused on an activity and miss the point. It is not just shoutings. It's about communing with the triune God. Communing with the one true God. Have you not heard the story of someone who was um, trying to get a mango fruit from a, a mango tree? And he started using uh, what you call stones. Because he didn't know how to climb. He started using stones. And the stones were not working. So someone told him, use branches. Because branches are longer. So he got branches and he broke it into pieces. And he kept throwing and throwing. And as he was throwing, there was one particular mango. If you know mango fruit, there are, there, are, there are stages in the wrapping. Like some of them is mostly green and just a small part is yellow. But when it's all yellow, that's the one you want the juicy part. Amen. So as he was throwing, the stick got stuck. The stick got stuck near the, 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 the fully ripe one. Yeah, it got stuck there. And then. The guy was afraid of heights. But he said, you know, this mango tree, I'm bringing you home today. And today is the day I will overcome my fear of heights. So I'm going to climb up. Hallelujah. Listen to my story. He climbs up. Most of you have heard this story before. He climbs up to go to God. What is he going to get? What is is the main aim the guy is after? The mango fruit. But he was using the stick to get to the fruit, right? And the stick is now stuck in the branches near where the fruit is. The guy gets up there. And instead of focusing on the fruit, which was why he needed the stick, he gets up there, he gets the stick, right? Then he takes hold of the fruit and speaks to the fruit. You, this mango fruit, today I'll bring you home. Then he lifts it up there, and he gets down, and starts throwing that thing again. (laughs) He has missed that point totally. And that is what sometimes in our spiritual gymnastics, we forget that. The praying is a path to let your flesh, your body quiet down. And the voices in the atmosphere quiet down. For your spirit man to become sharp in your spiritual antenna to get to a point. Whereby when God is speaking, you can hear. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so, um, I think it's a very powerful lesson Bishop taught us today. And, and, and it's right in line with what we are talking about. The secret. We want to know the secret of God. Amen. Alright. Six reasons why we must discover the secret of God. Reason number one. Life and death depend on your discovery of the secret of God we talked about that. Is that not so? What was the second point? We tackled that last week. Your prosperity depends on your discovery of the secret of God. Your prosperity depends on your discovery of the secret of God. And that's where we read Isaiah 45. And we talked about how God is going to give to us the hidden riches in the darkness. Hallelujah. And it's going to open the, the 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 iron gate because there are certain places that you cannot go except someone opens for you. Amen. All right. Now, the third reason or the third um, the secret of God is given to the righteous and to His prophets. The secret of God is given to the righteous and to His prophets. You do not tell your secrets to everyone. Why do you expect God to tell His secrets to everyone? The people to whom God has given his secrets are those he sees as righteous. God withholds his revelation from people who are wicked and gives them to the righteous. Hallelujah. So the secret of God is given to the righteous and to his prophets. And so you get the impression that Bishop actually, this point was, I think it was indirectly raised by Bishop today. Bishop was talking about, um, he quoted from 1 Corinthians and he says that either you are a prophet or you are a spiritual man a spiritual person hallelujah a spiritual person is a righteous person because the, our righteousness gives us access and how how does your righteousness come what is the means of your righteousness faith faith is the path to you because because what happens is that god our righteousness is what is called imputed righteousness. God imputes the righteousness of Christ on you. Amen. And you've done certain bad things, but you are very confident. <laughs> How? Where is your confidence coming from? Because of faith. Because you believe that the blood of Jesus works. You believe that in spite of who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody. And I was telling the person I owe the person. And the person said it's under the blood. I think it was you. It was you. <laughs> he said it's under the blood. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So don't talk about it. The blood has covered it. Amen. 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 So this is, so, so, so you see that when, when we talk of being righteous, a person who is righteous and knows they are righteous, it is also the same as a person who is spiritual. Because, because faith is spirituality. I mean, why is it that you spend a whole day, you take off from work, you spend a whole day praying to a God you cannot see. Faith is... When you exercise faith in prayer, it means you are spiritual. Hallelujah. And Bishop was today talking about how non-spiritual people cannot stay at one place. They cannot stay at one place without getting out to go and do something. I mean, stay here... Jesus was telling his disciples, stay here as I go and pray. But Jesus said many people cannot stay at one place. They will have to find something to do. In the house, for instance... You know, you know there are some people who are—they um, they are good housekeepers, right? Like, like when they are in the house, they—they—they they, they, they have to find something to do, and that thing can actually work against you. On the day you have declared a fast and you are staying home and you are praying, you still cannot because you have to get up every small time. You are wiping the what you your countertop, <laughs> and then a place down somebody has swept. You see that somebody came in and threw their sauce there. You go and pick the sauce. And then you pick your phone. I have to call this person. It's like you cannot just forget about everything and focus on God. That is why we cannot hear God. Amen. And then all we do is that we are Shabaya, Shabaya. That's nothing against Shabaya. But sometimes we are we are more charismaniacs than being charismatic. Amen. God wants to bring us into an arena whereby he communes with us. And who that he Reveal his secret to. The righteous and the prophets. So you see that in the New Testament, the prophetic ministry is a special office. Is that not so? The majority of the Christian body of Christ are not prophets. The prophetic ministry, well, even if I say prophetic ministry, is much broader because 1 Corinthians 14 says we may all prophesy. But being able to prophesy does not mean you are a prophet in much the same way that we are all supposed to win souls but not all of us have been called to the office of evangelists hallelujah yes. the, there are certain things that we do but the fivefold ministry specifically mentioned in Ephesians 4 like these are special ascension gifts the one he ascended on high he gave what? gifts unto men and the gifts were not the first Corinthians 12 gifts of the Holy Spirit but the gifts of human beings endowed with special offices to establish the church so we have apostle we have prophets we have what? evangelists, we have pastors and teachers. Hallelujah. So, when he says that the secret of God is given to the righteous and to his prophets, you know, the, 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 the word is a catch-all point because either you are a prophet or you are what? A righteous person. In the body of Christ, if you are not a prophet, at least you will qualify for the righteousness part, which means that you qualify to hear the secret of God. Therefore, it becomes a reason for you to press into it because God himself has said it. Look at the scripture. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 32. Proverbs 3, 32, the, the scripture in the book, it says that, for the forward is abomination to the Lord. The forward is abomination to the Lord. But his secret is with the righteous. Hallelujah. So in other words, if you are Christian, if you are Christian, you are entitled to hear certain secrets of God amen a friend of mine called me this week and was telling me certain a certain word that's about to break out and i have not had a chance to uh, how do you call it talk with him at length but that guy his, his, um i mean he has said things like that before that it has actually happened and so when he speaks i know that he has heard from god amen these are the type of people who can actually hear overhear conversations you know like people's conversation in their house he will have a dream and he will come in, into the house and he'll be hanging <laughs> inside the living room by, by, the, by the, what do you call it? Yeah. By the, this thing. Chandelier. Chandelier. And then he'll be hearing your conversation. <laughs> Amen. It's the secret of God. Amen. So, you are qualified to hear the secret of God because you are righteous. Even if you are not a prophet, you are righteous. Look at another scripture. Psalms 25 verse 14. The secret of God is given to the righteous and to his prophets psalms 25 verse 14. all these things are supposed to wet up your anger amen all right friendship with the lord okay the secret of the lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant if you if you know the, the language of the Old Testament, to fear god means that you believe in him amen it means that you are righteous it also says the just the just the one that fear God is the same person. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant. Hallelujah. So from now on, begin to, begin, don't, don't count yourself out. Hallelujah. You, you should expect. And when you say the secret of the Lord, it's not always, it is not always, uh, for instance, this friend of mine who told me, his secret that the Lord told him is a geopolitical secret. That is something that is about to happen. And I, I cannot say it, you know, publicly. <laughs> but but it's not all the things that are big things like that. It can also be something specific about you, amen. It can it can be about about your family. Th- there may be a secret in your family that you may need to know, amen. Th- th- there may be a secret to a place where you have you just got an apartment and you just moved in. There may be a, there, there may be a secret plot or something that happened there some time ago that you need to you need to. Do certain communions, certain prayers, and and break it, amen. All those things. So 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 the the, the secret God will show you. It spans from small things to big things. Hallelujah. I mean, if you have a friend and you meet with your friend, and you are talking. It's not always about serious stuff. Sometimes it can be as you are chatting, chatting this. Oh, by the way, you know my the car that I'm leasing. I think I'm turning it in. What you are telling the person doesn't concern them, but just because they are your friend, they get to know. Certain secrets, certain things that do you get it? So it's not everything God tells you that actually means go and do something. Sometimes it's just friends talking, and it's just telling you something that is on his heart. Amen. A long time ago, there was a there was a war in the Middle East, and the way the war was going, and and certain prophets were on, uh, you know, television we were talking about how, you know, you know Ezekiel thirty-eight. You know, there are certain prophecies in the Bible that appear, that you know, there will be a time when when uh, the nations will rise against Israel. And that would, that would trigger the end-time events. And the way things were going, it looks like it was going to happen. And one day I was praying. I was praying and then I asked the Lord specifically. The Lord said, no, no, no. Then He gave me the scenario what is going to happen. And, and how this is not the actual end-time events. And that's exactly what happened. Because I was concerned. Amen. And people were saying we should start, what you call, saving uh, food. Do you get it? There were people who were saying we should start saving food. The food that doesn't perish. And and, and water and food. And once I heard that, that is not what is going to happen. I I didn't have to buy all those things. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Okay. So we are going to go into more scriptures. The scripture that Bishop was referring to today was 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 37. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 37. We are talking about prophets and righteous people. Okay. Prophets and uh, spiritual people. The same thing. If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. So Paul was trying to tell the church something. And he notices that what he was saying was perhaps too hard for some other people to take. And the people who are confident in the church, he said two groups of people are confident in the church. They may be confident enough to oppose him or to resist his teaching. And in these two groups of people, he said, who are those people? Prophets and spiritual. So if you are neither a prophet nor spiritual, shut up. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But here Paul was saying that even those who are a prophet or a spiritual, I wanted to know that okay, you are a prophet, you are spiritual. But what I'm telling you, this particular thing, the Lord Himself told me. So if the Lord told me, irrespective of you being a prophet or a spiritual, I mean it, it doesn't cancel what I'm saying. But I'm trying to draw you, draw out a point that the people who have standing. There's something called standing in legal matters. Okay? In fact, in, in insurance, in business, in business, we learn something called insurable interest. You know, you somebody's car that they have insured, you cannot call the insurance company and get uh, what you call claims on it. You don't have an insurable interest in the thing. Do you get it? And so you don't have standing. But people who are righteous or spiritual, who have faith in God, who have faith in the once and for all sacrifice of Christ, that the blood of Christ has what? efficacy still has power today it has not expired and that blood covers you and covers all your debt that I owe to brother Nicholas it has covered it yeah. now I can relate so, mother when you owe somebody when you owe somebody when, when, are, when the person is coming you don't have confidence that. To, to the, I mean you may meet the person at a party right? Yeah. and if it's buffet right sometime party there's two lines one here and one here if the person goes to this buffet, you will go to the other one yeah. because when you see them it reminds you that you owe the person and you think the person may ask you for the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you get it? But if you believe that the, that that is under the blood, right now after church we can fellowship freely. Yeah. Right now I'm just I'm, by the way, I'm just using it as an analogy. I'm actually not going to pay you back. Do you get it? Because you have told me it's under the blood. <laughs> so <laughs> So I'm not bringing it to your memory so that you might think I'm going to reimburse you or pay you back or whatever. No, 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 no. The blood has taken care of it. Do you know how when people are quarrelling or disagreeing or challenging each other, somebody somebody saying something, the other person is not true. Then they will mention they will mention somebody important. Somebody say, "I swear by somebody's grave." Do you get it? As soon as that thing is mentioned, case closed. Is that not so? so so now take that one multiply it by one million times when you take the blood of christ and the sacrifice of christ that is the highest highest power that there is hallelujah amen. so uh, i'm not going to pay you <laughs> amen if you are spiritual person, so in other words you must you must desire to be prophetic and you must desire to be spiritual because then, you be, when, when people are talking, Paul is saying that when we are discussing matters in the church, and, and then you, 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 you want to have an opinion, you must be one of these two people. Either you are spiritual or you are a prophet. And in as much as a prophetic is not, being a prophet is, is, is not, everybody being a prophet, then you must be a spiritual person. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, another scripture, this one is Jesus. This one is Jesus saying it. Matthew thirteen and verse seventeen. Matthew thirteen and seventeen. It's interesting how this pair, this pair, seems to seems to arise, you know, together. Okay, the scripture from Proverbs only mentioned the righteous. Okay, and then the Old Testament mentioned the righteous, and then the, and then the, the scripture from Psalms also mentioned uh, those that fear God. Okay, now there is a scripture from Amos we will read very soon, but the scriptures from what Matthew, Jesus said in Matthew, and what Paul said in 1 Corinthians, one says prophets and what? Spiritual people. And then Jesus said prophets and what? Righteous people. Look at it. For verily I say to you that many prophets and righteous men, you see the pair again, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those in which you see, and have not seen them, and to hear those in which you hear, and have not heard them. Hallelujah. Right. So now, through Christ, because, you see, if God wants to bring a message and he sends his messengers, the prophets, and all the people that came in the Old Testament and they had something to say and they had a great effect. If God himself comes on the earth in the person of Christ, when he is speaking, that one is the highest level of revelation. So, so if, you, if the prophets and righteous men could not get it, through Christ, you have been lifted up and raised to another level. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Okay, one last scripture, Amos chapter 3 and verse 7. Look at that scripture. Why are we pressing in to know the secret of God? Because we qualify. We qualify on the basis of God's own mercy. Amen. God's own mercy has qualified us. That's where our confidence comes from. Surely, the Lord God will do nothing, but He revealed His secret unto His servants, the prophets. Surely, the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealed his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. Hallelujah. And let me take a step back and say that in as much as the prophetic office, in, as in five-fold prophet office, is not a common thing that everybody is a prophet. As far as being prophetic, every believer has been called to it. Hallelujah. Because prophecy in that context is what is mentioned in 1 Corinthians 14. He said that he that prayed in an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that what prophesies edifies the church. Then he said, I want all of you to what? Prophesy. Hallelujah. Then he also says that he that prayed in an unknown tongue must pray that he can interpret. Because the person who can pray in an unknown tongue and, and also interpret, if you, the tongues plus interpretation equals prophecy. The whole idea is that people must understand what you are saying. So prophecy is something in everyday language. Hallelujah. And in that context, it is for the purpose of encouragement, exhortation, any prophecy you hear, that is supposed to... Uh, um, I mean, if, if somebody said they are a prophet and everything they say is only scary stuff. Do you get it? That's not New Testament Bible, I mean, standard. And that is not to say that prophets are only prophesying in the New Testament is only about comforting things. Sometimes to, a prophet has to give a stern warning amen there is a balance here but what I'm saying is that God is inviting us he's inviting us into close proximity to himself and the picture that comes to mind before I close is the son of Saul his name is a bit mouthful Matthew this man is from the same place as me but he seems to have a better tongue okay Matthew feet bullshit. You see how I struggle, and I have somebody to laugh at me for sure. I have a guaranteed laugh at in the church. Who knows herself? feet <laughs> what? feet bullshit. bullshit. Okay, I think I passed. Uh huh. You, if you ask you, can you say it? Uh-huh. Muffy. Let's say, let's say, Let, let's just call him Muffy. Muffy, yeah. Case closed. That's <laughs> the son of Saul. Yeah. What you see, David, eh? one day we will talk about David, you know. I mean, you have to love that guy. In spite of all that he did, his heart was always right. And in spite of all that Saul did to him, when David came into power, one day he said, Look, is there anyone of the sons of Saul that is still alive that I want to show goodness to? And they brought this Mephi guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Mephi didn't have the confidence to sit at the table with David. Even though he was a royal. And he was like, mua, 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 in the corner somewhere. He said, come, 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 come to the table. Now, this is the same invitation God is giving to us. Look, don't be a, a, a sister, Mephi, Mephi or Mephwa <laughs> or, 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 or Brother Mephi. Wow. Be confident because he said, we can, we can come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy. Amen. Amen. And therefore, God is willing to share his secrets with you put your hands together unto the Lord. Rise up to your feet. Commit yourself to God and let's bring him an offering. Father, we are grateful. Thank you, Lord. For it is well with our souls. Lord, we commit our hearts to you. We pray, oh God, that we will know to work with you and to hear your voice, and with that we also give to you our substance. We commit it to you, Lord, that you may be glorified even in our giving and in our hearts. May our hearts yearn for more of you. We appreciate you. In the name of Jesus, somebody get in there, basket.